Coinbase closes at $328.28 per share in NASDAQ debut, valuing crypto exchange at $85.8 billion. And this is actually a pretty massive thing for a cryptocurrency. So Coinbase shares closes about about around $330. The shares opened at $381 and quickly shot up as high as $429.54 before dropping back below the debut price and reaching a low of around $310. The price was still well above the reference price of $250 set Tuesday night, though no shares changed hands at that price. So skirting the traditional IPO process, Coinbase listed stock directly, allowing employees and existing shareholders to sell shares immediately at a market-based price. In pursuing a direct listing, Coinbase followed tech companies like Spotify, Slack, Palantir, and Roblox, which helped standardize the process. And by the way, this means that you know they, some of the employees, some of the owners and all that kind of stuff probably made so much money today. Like, so much money. So excluding options and restricted stock units, Coinbase closed the day with a market cap of about 62. Founded in 2012 as a way to simplify the purchase of Bitcoin, Coinbase has emerged as the most popular crypto exchange in the U.S. and soared in value alongside digital currencies Bitcoin and Ethereum. So the service now has 56 million users, up from 43 million at the end of 2020 and 32 million the year before that. In its last private financing round in 2018, investors valued Coinbase at $8 billion. Think about that. That was like less than three years ago. So Coinbase is hitting the public market as a record amount of cash pours into cryptocurrencies and tech investors are thirsty for high-growth stories. So there's Snowflake, Palantir, DoorDash, Airbnb, and Roblox have all gone public in the past six months and have market capitalizations ranging from $45 billion to $106 billion. So relative to those companies and others in the IPO pipeline, Coinbase's recent growth is unparalleled. The company said last week in announcing preliminary first quarter results that revenue in the period surged ninefold from a year ago to $1.8 billion, and the net income climbed from $32 million to between $730 million and $800 million. So the number of monthly transacting users, the MTUs, climbed from $2.8 million three months earlier to $6.1 million. So for full year 2020, revenue more than doubled to $1.28 billion, and the company swung from a loss in 2019 to a profit of $322.3 million. So most transactions on Coinbase involve the purchase of Bitcoin or Ethereum, which have been on historic tear, climbing more than 800% and 1300% respectively in the past year. And the company has said that its short-term performance will largely be determined by crypto prices. So Brian Armstrong, Coinbase's co-founder and CEO, owns 39.6 million shares. And in August, Armstrong was granted a multi-billion dollar performance award tied to the company's stock price, potentially letting him purchase up to 9.29 million options at 23.46 over 10 years. So this is, uh, geez, this is so crazy when you really think about it. 
because okay, the co-founder, the CEO, oh, he made so much money. I, I mean, technically, he's worth so much money now because of this. And here's the thing: Coinbase had everything going right for it for this IPO to work as well as it did. Now, the crazy thing is, is that it's going to be interesting to see where Coinbase ends up going over the next couple of weeks, next couple of months, and pretty much the next couple of years, right? Now, it could be something like a situation with like similar to Facebook where they end up sort of crashing hard, like, and I mean crashing really hard, to the point where like the stock gets so undervalued or devalued that it's like almost stupid not to buy it kind of thing. Which, you know, if that ends up happening, that would allow a lot of investors to come in or people interested in the stock to come in and be able to buy it up for the long-term investing. Because here's the thing. It really depends on basically his point of view as to what are their long-term thoughts on cryptocurrency, right? So if there's a whole bunch of short-term interest in cryptocurrency, but no long-term interest in cryptocurrency, I could see this stock potentially going up to like, who knows, maybe $500, $600, maybe even $800 right in the next couple of weeks, but then crash immediately all the way down to like, you know, $150, you never know, right? And that really all depends on, you know, how much of an interest do people have when they end up buying this? Or did people just buy this for because they knew that there was so much interest that they could easily try to flip it as soon as possible, which some people most likely did, but some people are probably caught holding the bag, right? And it's getting a little bit saggy. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I think long-term investing, Coinbase is probably a pretty good play just because there's no one as big as them to like basically the general public, right? If we're talking about like mainstream investing, Coinbase is probably going to be one of the top dogs in that situation just because they have so much market share and it's going to be very easy for them to basically maintain that top tier as long as they keep things super simple for the average investor, people who end up not trying to do like any more research or all that kind of stuff, just people who want to like just stick their money somewhere to feel like they're investing, right? So it'd be pretty interesting to see what happens. I think long-term... Coinbase is pretty nice. I definitely have no interest in investing into this in the short term just because this stuff could get so nuts, right? Because it's directly tied to cryptocurrency. It's like, it's basically directly tied to Bitcoin. So, you know, this can just, you know, skyrocket out of nowhere and then just crash out of nowhere and then skyrocket out of nowhere and then crash out of nowhere. So that's the only thing that I'm a little bit worried about. Or it might end up following like a more like Bitcoin, Ethereum or like, you know, cryptocurrency cycle where I think it's about like every three years it goes up, 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 up and up and then crash and then repeats the process to like higher highs and then crash and then higher highs and then crash. So again, it'd be very interesting to see what ends up happening. Feel free to give your thoughts on this. I think this is a good moment in time to kind of like market in like the history of cryptocurrency and that this could potentially be a turning point for the mainstream 
awareness of cryptocurrency because i mean as of right now people just end up knowing about you know bitcoin yeah let's go buy bitcoin so we could be super rich yeah right but i think having like an exchange like a cryptocurrency exchange being valued this much on opening day basically on public day is a pretty good sign that cryptocurrency is gonna end up becoming a bigger part of the economy, a bigger part of just investing in general, a bigger part of alternative money, right? Alternative currency. Because there's more and more people wanting to put their money into cryptocurrency just because of how liquid it typically is, how easy it is for people to get access to their money, how easy it is to transfer from one wallet to another wallet, depending on the country that they're living in. They might not even have to pay any taxes on cryptocurrency. They might not even have to inform the country about how much cryptocurrency they have. So it could be very enticing to, especially to people with a lot of money. It could be very enticing to people in third world countries. So I can see a lot of use bases for cryptocurrency. I can see how this could potentially long-term be a very great investment. But as of right now, I'm not really interested in, you know, investing into it just because it is it's super rich and very volatile right now because I have no clue how this is going to act because this is an IPO. I just have no clue, right? Now, anyone's able to do whatever they want with this you know, stock, right? I know some people that bought it literally on IPO, like literally bought it as soon as it, you know, became public and they started buying stuff into it. But either way, do what you feel is right for you in your own personal financial situation. And I wouldn't be like investing into this with like money that I need. I wouldn't be investing into this as like, you know, long-term thought of like oh i'm going to use this to like retire and all that kind of stuff right like if you're investing for like you know the retirement or like you know the future security i would more so lean towards etfs like spy vti you know vanguard total stock index fund you know basically anything that basically trades or invests the total stock market which potentially will include this in it as well is a better option than just, you know, buying one single stock with the money that you have and trying to hope for the best. But you got to think about it too, right? I mean, you got to think about, okay, the price of this stock is at, you know, about 330, right? It's going to be very hard for it to actually double, right? And so for it to actually double and for it to actually make like any, you know, decent amount of return for you, it's going to take a lot of different things for it to get to that point. Whereas, you know, if you were to invest into like an index fund, that thing will continuously grow over time. It will provide you some dividends as well that you could keep on reinvesting into it buying more stocks, right? So just keep that in mind. There's different ways to invest. I think this is a long-term play for cryptocurrency, if you have like, you know, a portion of your investment that, you know, I guess I should say a portion of your net worth that you have like interested in investing into this thing, that's fine. I just wouldn't put a lot of my net worth into this specific stock, like in a single stock. I don't think that's a great idea. 
I think you should really only focus on like single stocks for like less than 10% of your net worth just to be more on the safe side, be more conservative because you want continuous growth every year. You want returns every year. You want some dividends every year so that you can basically reinvest that money back into buying more stocks so that you basically have it running on autopilot, which you could do with pretty much any mutual fund, pretty much any index fund, and just have them automatically reinvest your dividends. Now, a good option to actually start doing this basically automatically is you could go check out Robinhood down below, link a bank account and all that kind of stuff. And you could set it up to where you invest automatically like every week or every month or every day a little bit of money or like, you know, basically buying partial shares of like an index fund, whether it be like SPY, VTIX, I believe is the actual ticker symbol, but basically Vanguard Total Stock Market or the Vanguard 500 thing. Like different index funds in either different uh, industries or just basically trying to invest and diversify to as many stocks as possible that has a track record of the fund actually growing every single year. Because if you find a fund that grows every single year, then you don't really have to worry too much about anything. And as long as it provides some form of dividend, I'd prefer that as well, just so that you could automatically reinvest those dividends into the fund. So basically, let's say that you only had like $1,000 to buy or to start investing, right? I would not invest $1,000 into the Coinbase stock. I would invest $1,000 into like an ETF like SPY as an example, and then have it set to automatically reinvest the dividends of that index fund. And in doing so, which you can actually set up on Robinhood automatically, which by the way, if you go down below and sign it up, sign up with Robinhood, you could actually get a free stock. But you could have that automatically set up and your $1,000 over time will end up growing to something that would give you a better return than just a Coinbase stock, unless, you know, the Coinbase stock stocks would end up becoming, you know, over $10,000 a share, right? Because with the ETF, you end up getting a dividend and it grows as well. And every single year, for the most part, a, you know, top 500 stock market index fund typically has grown about, you know, you know, adjusted for inflation, you know, between 4 to 7% per year. So I believe at that um, that rate, that amount basically, pretty close to it anyways, that is basically where I believe every 7 to 10 years, what you invested will end up doubling. So just keep that in mind. So... <sighs> That's what I would probably suggest. That's probably what I would go. I I like Coinbase. I like the IPO. I have high hopes for it. If you are long-term investing into cryptocurrency in some form, I think Coinbase is a great option because it's kind of like an ETF on cryptocurrency within that category because they're so tied to cryptocurrency. I just wouldn't put a lot of my net worth into this single stock. 
Feel free to become a member, support this in the description of this episode. Check out 40inbox.com to master your money, personal finance lessons, personal finance courses. Contact us with your personal finance question.